The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environment. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to episode 34 of the Reinvent You Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you all for joining me this week. So this week is Thanksgiving week. This is Wednesday morning to be exact, and I actually took off this week. I was like, you know what? I need some self-care. I need to spend some time with my family. Um, But I woke up this morning and I thought about this time of the year. Okay, and and the truth truth be told, this isn't always the most, it doesn't feel like the most wonderful time of the year um, for many of you who listen to my podcast. You could be spending your your first holiday season um, without the same family structure you've always had. Um, Or for some of you, it just still may be a, a difficult time to process no matter where you are in your healing journey. And what I wanted to do, I wanted to share with you all a few ways on how to deal with loneliness. And so I did a live um, a while back on how to deal with loneliness this time of the year, because I do, if nobody else gets it, I do. I truly get it. Um, My transition um, in the beginning was challenging, just getting adjusted, you know, finding your, you know, your new normal and what that looks like and creating your own traditions um those types of things do come with the process of detaching yourself from someone and so i just wanted to share with you all a live that i did i really do hope that this does bless you during this time of the year um and also this is what i wanted to share with you as well even though this is a season um that you're going through i pray that you remain it that you allow it to only be a season Okay, so what does that mean? That means that sometimes um, what I've seen is that sometimes people stay in a season for a long period of time, which results in it being really more of a cycle than a season. Okay, because a cycle is something that is continuous. It doesn't change. It's the same thing. It could be a different year. You could be a different age, but still have the same feelings and thoughts and emotions. And so my my prayer for you is that you get through this season intelligently, okay? And what that means is that allow yourself to grieve, right? Allow yourself to process it, allow yourself to feel, right? But what we definitely don't want to do is that we don't want it to be a continuous thing, meaning that every year it's the same feeling, the same thoughts, the same emotions, and nothing has shifted within, okay? And so that's what I mean when I say let's grieve you know, um, from an intelligent place, right? Meaning that let's just allow ourselves to know it won't always be like this, right? It won't, it won't. I can promise you that because in, when you do it intelligently, you find your voice. When you do it intelligently, I'm sorry, when you do it intelligently, you create your own. When you do it intelligently, 
you realize that there really is life after. Okay. And so I just wanted to share that with you all really briefly. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and get this live going and you all have a wonderful and amazing Thanksgiving and we'll talk soon. Take care. Tonight, I'm talking about the subject dealing with loneliness. Okay. That, that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, what made me want to talk about this is because I know we are in the holiday season and, um, the holidays is typically considered the most wonderful time of the year, but you know, unfortunately this isn't always the situation for everyone. Okay. Um, we, we have some people that, and we have many people that this is considered a difficult time. Um, you know, when you are dealing with a divorce or you just got through a divorce or, you know, you're going through one, whatever stage you are in your situation um, or recovering, this can trigger a lot of emotions. And that's just the reality. And this is why I tell people that, you know, walking away is just a portion of the problem. The rest is how you deal with it, because these are different layers that you got to allow yourself to get through. And I understand because I've been there. And so, you know, some of you may be experiencing some level of sadness, loneliness, pain, anger, stress. You know, I mean, it's just a lot going on. I mean, this is the time where it gets kind of real. All right. Um, families, um, you know, because what ends up happening is that when you're going through this, the dynamics have shifted. OK, your family is, is split up as far as the kids, if you have children. The kids may be with you half of the day, the rest of the half, they may be with their dad or they may just have the other parent may have them the whole day. Um, you know, you may have had certain traditions that you have done for a long time that you're used to, that you have to, um, you know, face the reality that this is not happening. So there's a lot going on. OK, there's a lot of different components when going through a divorce. And so, and what this means is that it really is more than just the legal part. Okay. That's even more, that's often more painful. Okay. That's just my personal opinion. Um, and, and so, you know, what this really is about, it really is about creating a new normal. Okay. It, it really is. Um, that's just the reality when you are, you know, entering a new chapter in your life. Okay. And the, the truth is, and if you really want to know the truth, you still can enjoy this time of the year. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and just say, act like nothing happened. I, I, I hate when people say that, you know, because the reality is something did happen. Okay. This is a grieving process. I mean, I wish that in, you know, tomorrow everything would be better, but you have emotions, you have feelings, you have thoughts, you know, everything may not be real, but that's how you feel. And I, and I don't discount people's feelings, but I will say that the reason why I believe that you can enjoy this time of the year again is because you will have to ease yourself into another way of how you embrace the holiday season, if that makes sense. Um, because what happens is when we go through this, we're, we're, we're really reminiscing and reflecting on how things were a lot. And so what ends up happening is if you stay there, then you won't be able to see how things can be. And so the, the thing is, and, and this is what I tell people, you know, this is a process and it's your process. And so what that means is that my process may be different from yours. So 
it does, you know, and I, I want you guys to get this because we may see people who may have moved on differently than we have. And we think that we supposed to move on like them. That's not true. Depending on where you are, depending on your emotional well-being, all of that is impacted on how you move forward. And so real briefly, I just kind of want to go over three things because loneliness is a is a um, it, it is real. Many people experience a level of isolation in this time. They experience abandonment. And, you know, I don't want you to feel that way. I don't want you to feel abandoned. I don't want you to feel lonely. I really want you to understand that you can create a new normal. And so the first thing I want to do, the first thing, the first thing I want to point on how you can deal with the level of loneliness during this holiday season is I don't want you to set a high expectation of yourself. That's what I don't want you to do. Expectations can really um, disappoint you a lot. And what ends up happening is that we are often taught on how things should be. We really are. I mean, when it comes to the holiday season, you know, when you, I mean, you can't help but look at something from so from the media, from movies to TV shows, to billboards, to commercials, and even our family members. If if we could just keep it one hundred, you know, we get caught up on a lot on how things should be. And so what happens is when people feel like things have always been this way, you're going to feel that same way too. You have this mindset that, you know what, it's going to, it should always be this way. And so when you have that mindset of how things should always be, you get caught up on how things were and how they should stay. And when you're so like gun ho on how it should always be, you block the ability to do anything different than what you're accustomed to or what you see others do. And I want you guys to really understand this because what happens is when you're stuck on that, it can create an expectation of yourself that the only way holidays can be celebrated is how it's always been. So in other words, if it's only been this way, that means that you can't celebrate it or embrace it out of anything outside of what you've been used to. And so it, it's important to kind of look at what you're thinking about and I want you to reflect a little bit and I want you to ask yourself this question am I staying connected to how things were where I'm not giving myself the ability to decide on how I can create another way to embrace this time of the year okay um that that's really important okay because we want to understand that seasons do change and sometimes seasons change in a way that we don't expect it but as a coach, as I teach my clients, is that it is so important to look at life in a different lens than what you've always that a different lens than what you've always been used to. Because what happens is if you always find yourself looking at it one track minded, you won't allow yourself to see life in a different perspective. And so this is important. This is this is very, very important. OK, so the first thing you want to do is do not set a high expectation of this. Don't don't do that because that's what could kill your joy and that's what can also keep you in a place of loneliness. The second thing you want to do on how you want to deal with loneliness during this holiday season is you don't want to allow your selective memory to get in the way. Okay, you don't want to allow your selective memory. So when I say selective memory, that is certain information that you remember. 
meaning that it's only certain parts that you remember. So when it comes to this time of the year, we think about a lot of the times that we were, you probably was married, you probably was in a relationship, and in your eyes, it may have looked like everything was perfect. And so what ends up happening is that you can fall into the trap of feeling lonely. And so what, what really ends up happening, because selective memories aren't always good because when you, you forget about the 300 plus days of the year on why it was important to walk away from this relationship. Okay. And, and that's important because we'll sometimes go into this selective part where things may have looked great during this time of the year, but what about the rest of the year when you was with this individual? How was it really? And so when you end up going off of that selective memory, you can set yourself up for failure. And so the current mood that you're going through is based on more of the selective memory you had, which may not be accurate. And so what ends up happening is that you kind of go on an imaginary situation rather than a realistic one. Okay. And I hope this makes sense because, you know, if, if I can be honest, guys, as a divorce coach, the highest rate of divorce filings is January. So when we think that a lot of people are happy, many people are faking the funk. Okay. About the second week in January or the third week, a lot of people are filing for divorce. They just don't deal with it during the holiday season. And so the reason why I say selective memory is because you don't want that to be your driving force. You don't want that to be your focus. Yes, you may have had certain things that you loved about the holidays, because if I can be honest, I did too. Because when I was married, my ex-husband's family, we went over there for Christmas every year, every single year. We had Christmas breakfast, we got together, that was the norm. And so what I realized is that when he got involved in another relationship, um, I realized like, wow, this really is over. And that really kind of triggered something for me. But what I realized is that I was going off a selective memory, meaning that that time was good. The other times weren't that great in our lives. And so I had to let go of that in order for me to move on, if that makes sense. So if you're only basing like how things were around this time of the year when you were in a relationship, it could almost paralyze you in believing that you're going to have to always be lonely for the holidays. Okay, and again, as I said, you have a lot of people who wait to after the holidays to get a divorce because they don't want to go through the drama right now. But when January hit, a lot of people are going to be reaching out to me because they're going to be going through this. They wait to after the holidays. And so I hope that makes sense. So if you're going off a selective memory, allow yourself to realize how was our relationship really going throughout the whole entire year? Was it really what I'm imagining it to be? Or am I just going off certain times of the year when it was good? Okay. All right. So that's the second one. Okay. The second one is not allowing your selective memory to get in the way. The third one is you need to allow yourself to embrace this season by creating your own agenda. Okay. You got to, you're going to have to create your own agenda. In other words, you know, you want to embrace the season that you're in as much as you possibly can with the level you're on. Okay. So one thing about creating a new normal, it is a process and it does take time. And so a lot of the times we've been really conditioned to certain traditions. And so for many of you, this could be your first divorce, um, you know, your first holiday 
um, since you've been divorced or since you've been through a bad breakup. And so a lot of times during this year, we feel the need to try to make everything so perfect, meaning that we've never taken time for ourselves to do exactly what we want to do. And so a lot of the time we'll try to please other people this time of the year, or we'll overload our calendars with a lot of things to do just to make other people feel comfortable. And we think that that's what we have to do. And I'm here to ask you, what do you really want to do? Like, seriously, what do you honestly want to do? What I find is that when I work with people, they don't know what they want to do. They know what everybody else want, but they have never allowed themselves to say, you know what, this is what I want to do this year. What will give you joy this holiday season? And what steps will you take to get there? And don't complicate it. Make it simple. See, I'm finna give, I'm finna keep it real with y'all. I am not an advocate of filling your whole calendar up with things to do. I'm not. And this is what I tell people. It is okay to create new traditions. I did. I'm going to tell you what I do with me and my kids now. Every Christmas, we have a Christmas brunch now at my own house. We, Me and my kids and my mom and dad. That's what we do. It's simple and it's to the point. Thanksgiving, they're going over their other grandmother's house. And I've gotten to, and I'm okay with that. And guess what I'm doing on Thanksgiving? Nothing. I don't want to cook. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to go visit a couple of people. But I'm not like, oh, I got to just have a lot going on. Because to be honest with you, I'm really content with how I spend my holidays now. I don't make it expensive. I don't, you know, I don't overdo myself. I used to overdo myself a lot. Especially when I first got my divorce. Because I felt the need to overcompensate, especially for my children financially. And do you not understand how much stress they created for me? Because I was trying to fill a void. That's what I was really trying to do. But in the beginning, you couldn't tell me that. In the beginning, it was, oh, I'm just doing this for my kids. But underneath that, I was doing it with my ego was involved. If I just had to keep it 100, my ego was in the way. I mean, truth be told, I couldn't even really afford it. I was losing jobs left and right. So it didn't make sense for me to spend that kind of money. But again, I was trying to please. I felt like I had a void to feel I had something to prove. Girl, I let that stuff go. I'm like, you know what? I'm not about to stress myself this time of the year. It's not that serious. And you know what? They are okay with it. And so I want to ask you, like, what do you want to do? What kind of traditions that you can do that are simple and that will bring you joy? You don't have to do a lot. That's that's overrated. Like when people feel like like, for instance, you may have people that's going to invite you over and I'm not telling you not to go. But I will say it's OK to say you're going, but also let them know that you may not come depending on how you feel. It's okay to know that you ain't that you may not be up to all that. Because what I find in some people, depending on where you're going, people love to try to question you about your relationship situation. And that may not be the time for you to talk about it. And you may not want to talk about it. So here's the thing. When you go to somebody's house and you want to go maybe to a get-together, I say drive yourself. Now, if you're drinking, no. You need somebody to drive you. But if you know that you may just want to be there for an hour, not long. That's okay. You don't owe anybody an explanation for being there all day. I know people have good intentions on wanting to make you feel better, but you don't owe anybody that. Because again, when I say your process and this is your first season or first holiday, you know, going through this, you probably just kind of want some time. 
And now don't, now I'm not talking about from a depression place. Okay. I'm not talking about that, but I am talking about just maybe a place of just, it can be overwhelming. It really can. And you may have some people that just want to ask you so many questions about your relationship. And when people start trying to back you up in the corner, it's okay. And politely say, you know what? I don't want to talk about this right now because I know people, they, some people mean well, but some people just flat out nosy. Okay. And what that conversation can do, it can create a trigger and it can take you down a rabbit hole. And in order for you to at least try your best to embrace some part of this season, set yourself some boundaries. It's okay. It's okay to set some boundaries. Okay. It's okay to do something for you. Go buy you a gift. Okay. Do something special for you for a change. It doesn't have to be anything big. Make it simple. Make it small. Make it sweet. I mean, you can do something for other people. All of this just depends on where you are. That's what I want you to understand. See, I've been divorced for a while, so I have a new normal and I've had a new normal for a while. But my first timers, this is new. This is a lot, especially if your kids are not going to be with you. You know, that, that makes an impact on your day. And I want you to allow yourself to take your time, you know, because some of us, some people and some of our friends, I know they want to just see us get out of it. Like, look, I just want to get you out of it, but let me do it on my pace. Let me do it on my time. You know, if you go visit somebody, say, you know what? I may stay an hour and be okay with that. Be okay with driving your car if you have to, just to stay for a minute and leave. Trust me, it's okay. You, you don't have to people please this time of year, okay? And I just, I really hope this makes sense because, you know, I understand this season. Um, it's, it's, it's extreme. It can be challenging. It can be difficult, but I want you to understand the most important thing. It will not always be like this. When you go through that first, it's always that first season that can be more challenging, but as you grow and as you become better, see, that's the thing. It gets better, not with time, but because you get better. When you get better, you do better. It's just it guys. You're more resilient. You can handle things differently. You know, because I don't want you guys to feel like because things aren't how they used to be that you can't create something new. That's not true. Everything really is what you make of it. But just allow yourself to enjoy this season the way you see fit that matches you. OK, and I hope that makes sense. I understand this time of the year, guys, for all my mothers, uh, my single mothers, too. You don't have to fill a void financially. OK, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I used to be that mother, right? Wanted to put them in everything, wanted to overcompensate financially a lot um, because I just felt like I did have something to prove. But also I thought there was a void that I could feel and this would make me an awesome mom if I did. But during that season, I didn't have the money. I was stretching myself very thin. And what that did was cause more frustration because I still had other things I needed to take care of. And I'm only one person. And you know, it's crazy because kids are more understanding than what we give them credit for. I think we're just hard on ourselves a lot because we feel like I had this expectation of what I'm supposed to have for my kids. And you still can fulfill that expectation with time, but you gotta be honest with where you are. And it's okay to change the dynamic and say, listen, this is where we are. You know, and I want you to understand that. And a lot of kids do. A lot of kids do. If anything, they just want more of your love and attention. 
I think sometimes we make it a little bit more complicated because of our, we may feel some level of guilt. Okay. And that guilt and that shame can make us go beyond how far we, you know, go beyond more than where we can go. Okay. And so I just, I like to say this because I see a lot of people do this. They overcompensate financially to the extreme where it's actually hurting their pocket. And I don't want you to do that. You know, you don't have to do that. Not to be validated and not to be loved. Your kids love you even if you didn't have nothing under that tree. Okay. If anything, they just glad that they have you. Okay. And so I just want to express that because I know that I used to do that a lot. And I'm glad I broke free of that because I felt kind of guilty when we got out of divorce. I did because I, I felt like, you know what? My kids didn't deserve that. You know, they deserve a home with both parents. But what's a home with both parents if it's not healthy? Okay. And so sometimes we have a, a, a vision on how it should be when, when it may change. But even though it may have changed, that doesn't mean the love is gone. And so I just want to encourage you. You can find other alternatives besides your wallet to make sure your kids are good. Okay, and I, I just want to, to really put that in your ear because I want you guys to enjoy the holiday and embrace this season as much as you possibly can. Okay, as much as you possibly can. If you need to, you know, get with some friends, get with your friends. Let them know you're going through it. Like your good girlfriends, the ones who not going to judge you, the ones who just going to embrace you, you know, kick it with them. If you just want to go out for an hour or so and come home, you can do that too. Whatever works for you right now, but you don't owe anybody like an explanation as far as trying to overcompensate and, you know, overly please people that can become exhausting this time of the year. Okay. So, um, Paulette on Facebook said, you absolutely right. Just be you for you and only you. No one feels your pain like you do. They don't like, you know, that's why you know, breakups and divorces come in like layers. It's layers behind this stuff. That's why leaving the person, believe it or not, can be the easiest thing to do. It's the other stuff post-divorce that can be the triggers. And the holiday season is one of them. Okay, it really is because I know that all too well. But as I look back, I'm grateful that I didn't stay stuck in that selective memory. Okay. In other words, I allowed myself to create something new in my own home. I allowed myself to go volunteer. I allowed myself to go help other people. I've allowed myself to go visit people. I mean, I do a couple of things now, but that was, that, that took time over time. I just, I just, you know, learned to embrace more stuff and you will get there too. Okay. So are there any other questions? Um, about loneliness or anything about this holiday season that you feel like you need a little bit more clarity on. And I'm going to give you guys maybe a few minutes to type a question if you have one. However, in the meantime, I will say this. 2019 is almost coming to an end. Can you believe that? Like it's almost like 2020. It's kind of scary, right? Um, and, and But here's also the, the, the beautiful thing is that you don't have to be where you are if you don't want to be. Okay, you don't. You don't have to be where you are. That's, you know, if you want to move forward, you have the capability to do so. 
And so I have a um, I have a 12 week masterclass program that you will be working with me like me for 12 weeks. Um, it's a phenomenal program. Every lady that I work with don't like to leave the program. <laughs> they don't like to leave the program because we really get connected and we get real. It's a no fluff environment. And what no fluff means is that I'm here, but I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Like your sister, like your auntie, you know, one of those types of things. But the, the goal in this program is for you to start detaching yourself from the things that's holding you back. We get deep. We talk about the money. We talk about um, forgiveness. We talk about your core values. We, we, we talk about a lot of different components that involves this process. Because if you honestly, if you want me to be honest, this ain't even got nothing to do with your ex. It has everything to do with you. What I find as women is that we don't make ourselves a priority at all. And I'm serious. I'm talking, and I ain't talking about the self-care about getting your feet and your nails done. Now I ain't telling you not to do it because if that's what you want to do, more power to you. But I'm talking about getting deep with ourselves about really taking care of some self-care therapy that we just got to get deep and get to the root of stuff so we can really live the life that we really want. And that's the goal of this program. It, you, you dig deep. You have homework every week. You, you have access to me the whole entire time because the goal is for you to get connected and grow. Anybody who's been through my program loves it. And, and I'm not saying it just to say it. I'm saying because it's true. I care about people and their well-being and I want them to be the best version of them. Okay. And, and, and that's just real. And I see a lot of women... They, they're hurting behind these cameras. They're hurting behind the social media selfies. They're hurting. And it's time to stop hurting. You guys have daughters. You guys have sons that you really need to be your best self for. Okay? Like, for real. A lot of y'all got daughters and nieces. And you got to ask yourself, do I want my daughter to be like this? Because she's watching you. And I'm telling you, she's watching you. She's watching everything mommy does. And even though we want better for our kids, we got to be that example. And you and that emotionally healthy mom is one of the best things you can give your children because it, it triggers so many other areas for your life. And I'm serious. I'm so serious about it. And so if you're interested in a clarity call where you talk to me for about 15 minutes, because I like to make sure that you're good for me and I'm good for you. Like, I ain't trying to be funny, but... You know, I'm not for everybody, you know, and I want you to get the best out of anything, whoever you're with, even if it's not with me, you know, because I'm I'm dead serious because the best thing you can do is invest in you. How, when the last time you've really invested and I'm not talking about you bought a pair of boots and some jeans. OK, I'm talking about some real deep self-care um, investing. Like, have you started digging deep mentally and emotionally with you? And if you haven't, that's the investment that you need to do because it'll change your life. It'll change the whole trajectory of your life. And so if you're interested, my link is in the bio for Instagram and for Facebook. My link is in the caption and it's divorceyourstory.com. That is the name of my website, divorceyourstory.com. That is a very intense class that I do for 12 weeks with you. Okay. And you will be working with me. All right. And so go look at my website, see if it's something you're interested in. And I would love to just chop it up with you for 15 minutes to see how we can work together because I want to see you be your best version.
I really do. Like, that's one thing I don't play about. And that's a person's well-being, for sure. I was that woman who lived behind the mask. You see all my pictures on social media. I'm smiling. I'm turning up every weekend. Oh, I was doing everything. But I still wasn't happy. And so I really want to put that in your ear because what you see is not always what you see. Okay? And so it's up to you to look within and ask yourself, I want you to take inventory of your 2019. And I want you to ask yourself, am I really, really where I want to be? Am I doing what I need to do for me, for real, to move forward? And only you can answer that honest truth. Like you got to give yourself that gift. And that's the gift of truth. And the more you're honest with yourself, the more you can do something about where you are. Okay. And so that is it. That's all I got. Good luck. If you're interested in a 12-week program in January, please register for a clarity call with me because that's what you have to do first before we even move any further. Okay. That's, that's, that's just something I do because I'm very intentional of, and I love this program so much that I just want to make sure that the people who come in, that we're right for each other because I want us to be cool. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that because when you trust me, then we can get the best out of this program. Okay. So that's it. That is all I got, guys. I have my book out, divorceyourstorybook.com. This is a book that I wrote too. I compressed as much as I can in this book um, because it's for people who can't afford my services or who just needs the book right now. If you want to go to my website, divorceyourstorybook.com, and you can order the book, I'll sign it, and I will send you a free gift as well, okay? And so, guys, if that is it, if that's all, you all have a wonderful and amazing night, and we'll talk soon.